Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, Sozo. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. Sozo. What does that word mean? You might be asking yourself that question right now. What are you talking about? This isn't a normal intro to your podcast. Sozo. Sozo is a word that I didn't have any experience with or knowledge of just several months ago, three or four months ago. But through some conversations with a man I met, I found out about this idea of Sozo prayer, Sozo ministries, something I had no knowledge of. Sozo is the Greek word for saved, healed, delivered. That's the intention inside of that word. And there is a ministry that is has been built around this idea of sozo prayer or sozo prayer that is based around this idea of looking for what is the root of things. And I found this as a challenge. I wanted to investigate this further because so much of the work that I've been doing over the last few years has been about that, has been about getting to the root of things. What are the, specifically, the stories that are driving my behaviors? What are the stories that are driving my patterns? What are the stories that are driving the way I interact in relationships? What are the root stories that are driving my view of the world? And this idea of sozo prayer and sozo ministries is the idea of bringing in prayer and direct meditation and connection to the divine in an intentional way to seek out the root stories that are blocking any type of connection that a person might have with the divine. It's something that's been developed over the last 20 years and is practiced across the country. Again, no knowledge of it, but I felt a calling to go investigate. Investigate it because there are so many similarities to many of the principles we've already talked about on this podcast in terms of challenging stories, in terms of looking at what lies we might be believing at any given time, seeking them out and destroying them and opening up new possibilities. Well, here's a form of prayer, guided prayer, guided meditation that wraps all that together. It's very interesting. And so one of the things I heard the voice tell me to do, the spirit tell me to do, was go seek this out and investigate it. And so I bought some online courses and I read some material and I watched a couple videos. But I, one of the things I heard to do was go for a session, like go to uh, a session and just investigate. And so I found a little church out here in outside of Dallas that has a ministry. And I went there yesterday and spent 90 minutes in one of the most intense spiritual experiences of my entire life. Like maybe the top one, if you can rank such things. And 
some of the observations that I came away with was the power of, again, intention and space and what it can open up in terms of a connection with the divine. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the details of the experience, but if you're searching, if you're looking for, or if you feel a block, I guess that's probably the right way to put it. If you feel a block between you and the divine, prayer and meditation, and specifically guided by someone that knows what they're doing, is... I can open up possibilities that I can't even describe. Yesterday, I was able to identify things like, when was the first time fear entered into my life? I realized one of the things I'm dealing with is, you know, fear. Fear of, fear of a number of things. Fear of trying to get this book done. Fear of overwhelming myself. Fear of even, you know, speaking on this podcast sometimes. It's gotten easier at 115 reps. But it's still, you know, even I have fear about talking about this right now. What are people going to say? I mean, I hear those voices right now. What are people going to say? He's like, what is, you know, is this some kind of, you know, is he preaching at me? Whatever. All this kind of stories. I hear them in my head right now. But one of the one of the question was questions that, that was asked that I heard was when was the first time fear came into my life? I'd never thought about that question. That's a powerful, powerful question. And I realized that the first time fear came into my life was when my cousin Stephen died. When I was, I think, five. Or four. Stephen was my cousin who we were, I believe we were within months apart in terms of age. Like he was my little buddy. He was my cousin, like my little running buddy cousin. We were, we always, we just had a blast. We would get along. We'd play with Hot Wheels. We'd just, I mean, we were just best buddies. Haven't thought about him in years. And when I did think about him, it was, you know, oh yeah, that was unfortunate. But I realized yesterday in this session that that was the first time fear entered into my life. Because I remember my parents telling me that he had died. And that he'd gone to heaven and I didn't really understand any of that. I just knew he was gone and as a child as a child I think there's part of us that we can process things possibly faster and better than adults but at the same time what we do process is so profound in terms of the trajectory of our lives and so in this session The next question or the next kind of statement was to forgive Stephen for being gone. 
and let go of any type of anger that I had around it. And I did. Never, never realized I did. That my, my buddy had left me. And it had put a feeling of fear in my heart that, you know, other people might leave that are close to me. And it forced me to start looking at what was the gift. Like, what was the gift that Stephen gave me? And I had another memory. A memory that my grandmother, comes from my grandmother, she used to tell me we'd see the sunset or the sunrise out at the farm. And my grandmother would say, do you know what Stephen used to say? And I'd say, no, Mimi, what did, what, did he, what did he say? And she said, the only thing prettier than a rainbow is pink clouds. And so I still think that to this day, like I still hear that phrase. The only thing prettier than a rainbow is pink clouds. And that's what Stephen had told my grandmother. And so then she passed it on to me after he, he had died. And so as a child, I would always look at these clouds and I would start, you know, I would just always look at the clouds and think that statement. The only thing prettier than a rainbow are, the, are pink clouds. But I realized yesterday that what was actually happening, that was also the first time that I'd ever really looked up, meaning looked up to God as a child. Like that's when I started to really become aware of God. And I was able to go back to that feeling of truth and purity in terms of that connection with the divine before all of the lies, before all of the stories, before all of the labels, before all of the stuff that the world and that religion and that people put around God. And feel the purity of that moment as a child looking up. Like, it was very powerful. But I realized that that feeling and the remembrance of that feeling had been blocked, had been blocked by this root story. But this root story that went all the way back to when I was four or five years old, that people that are close to me might leave. And so there's this fear. So again, this is a little bit of a different podcast. There was so much downloaded yesterday in this session. Far too much to cover in one podcast and probably probably I, I probably haven't processed everything that, that came through. In fact, I know I haven't. But one of the things I heard was to keep broadcasting and keep talking on this podcast. Why? Because there's somebody out there someday that needs to hear one of these messages. And 
I've been called to do it. But the question I'd leave you today with is, what are the root stories that come to mind in terms of your life? Have you ever looked at that? When was the first time you, you felt fear in your life? When was the first time you felt the divine in your life? What are the stories around those moments? I don't expect you to be able to zoom right to that moment in this podcast. It takes some, go give yourself some space and ask yourself that question. But once you've identified that first moment of fear in your life, I'd have you consider letting go of it, asking God for some help in letting go of it and forgiving whoever was involved in that if there is another person. And perhaps on the other side of that, in remembrance of the first time you felt the divine, being grateful for that moment and reconnecting with it and and reconnecting with the power and the purity of that as a child and bringing that into your life today. Maybe on the day that you're listening to this podcast, you give yourself the space and you go back to that first moment where you connected or you felt something other You felt some divinity as a child before all of the noise and stories and labels and all the stuff is loaded onto us as, as children. There's a moment there where it's just you and God. And I can see it in my mind right now when I think about looking up and I was out at the farm and it rained, but the sun was going down and there were these pink clouds and I remember looking up and thinking about Stephen, but that was also the first time I looked up and realized there was something more there than just the clouds. And I'm carrying that in my heart today. So you don't necessarily need to go find Sozo Ministries, although go investigate. It's incredibly fascinating and powerful, and the work that those folks are doing is amazing. The work that those folks are doing is amazing. But you can do this right now for yourself and simply asking a couple of powerful questions. When was the first time I felt fear in my life? And then give yourself permission to let it go and forgive whoever was involved. It might even just be yourself. And then on the other side of that, ask yourself the question, when was the first time I felt the divine? When was the first time I felt God? In my case, it was in the same context. But I believe that you'll find something in that moment that is different than what you experience today. Because today we are loaded up with all of the, the stories and lies and beliefs and patterns and all the stuff. Back then when we were children, it was pure. But it's a gift that you can bring forward to today, which I got yesterday and it is amazing. And that is a place to stand in gratitude and power. And I wish that for you today on whatever day you listen to this podcast. 
That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. Have a powerful day. More to come.